Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening, goeienaand. Weer eens die gast hier en vriend Yusuf, hier sê die kamp van mikrofoon saam met die van nou tot 11 uur vanavond, inshallah. Yes, indeed, I'm with you until 11 o'clock and indeed a great honor and a privilege to once again be in your company. Now, before I do anything else, I'd first like to welcome back our esteemed guest, <laughs> who is also, of course, uh, a child of the Voice of the Cave, if I can call it that, because he grew up here with us yes. uh, for the past 20 years, none other than the respected Sheikh Abdurrahman Alexander. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Uncle Yusuf. Yeah, uh, and of in. course to all our respected listeners of Voice of the Cape, right. Assalamu alaikum. It is great to be back and it is nice to be here. Alhamdulillah. Yes, uh, just very quickly, Sheikh used to be one of our youth program presenters. So yes, I think the uncle is appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, only joking. <laughs> so, yes, of course, we have our program and uh, we'll introduce the program now. And then after this, 10 o'clock, we have our news. Uh, uh, I believe you'll be going up till 10 o'clock, you said to yes, me, yes. round about 10. And then uh, the news at 10 and after the news at 10, I'm going to invite our listeners to actually send their greetings. Mashallah, Inshallah, that's so nice. because... Uh, Eid. Yes. Either Friday or Saturday. So yes. let me also give them an opportunity yes, to yes. send those greetings. However, I never restrict people, but I'm going to ask. It's a request. I'm not going to tell people. Mm. I'm going to request that let us give as many people yes. as possible opportunity to to send a greeting. Mm. So keep it. Uh, you know, limit yourself. Yes. I'm not going to. I'm not going to restrict you. Yeah. But please, come as dank man on the means. Okay. Inshallah. But for now. What we're going to do is, of course, we're going to go into this program, and it, we're talking about this one. The lives of the four imams of the former Daib with Sheikh Abdurrahman Alexander. That's correct. We are talking about the lives of the four imams of the former Daib, and uh, it's with the respected Sheikh Abdurrahman Alexander. Sheikh, once again. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, Aji Yusuf. It's always nice being here. I just came now uh, rushing off from Masjid al-Quds. We were the beautiful tarawih with the youngsters. And I'm bringing you salams from the imamat, the board of trust and the executive of Masjid al-Quds. Wa alaikum salam. And uh, shukran very much for availing yourself once again to be here with us. No problem. It's only a pleasure. Alhamdulillah. So, Sari, we've uh, done the three imams and this evening, of course, it's the laws of the four imams. Who are we talking about this evening? Well, tonight, Buddha Yusuf, we are looking at the life of one of the great four imams of our schools of thought, mm. of our madaib, none other than Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal radiallahu ta'ala an. Now, this great imam is, 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 a, is a person of great interest like the other three, Ajay Yusuf. Mm. What a man. If you study the life of Imam Abu Hanifa, all you can say, wow, no. what a man. If we can have an iota of the iman, of the steadfastness, mm. of the commitment to the deen of Islam like these people, just an iota of the commitment and the iman, wallahi, then we will become worthy indeed in the eyes of Allah. Azza wa Jalla. So, 
This great Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal radiallahu an, he was born in the year 164 after Hijrah, no. which means 164 years after the migration of the Prophet sallam, from the glorious city of Mecca to the city of illumination, mm. al Madinatul Munawwara. He was born and he died um, 75 years later, which means he died at the age of 75. 75. And it is said that an estimated crowd of 800,000 oh people no. attended his janazah. Oh no. Now, why I'm mentioning it at this point in time hmm. to make us realize that within that short span of life that Allah has given him, 75 years of his life, hmm. what was it? That made this man so beloved to people, hmm. so revered by people, such a great wali of Allah hmm. and a great alim indeed, that approximately 800,000 people attended his janazah. This man, Ahmad ibn Hanbal radiallahu an, he was of pure Arab blood hmm. and he was from the tribe of Shaiban, which means he was born in Hijaz in Makkah. MashaAllah. I just need to ask Marv no for problem. a quick commercial break. No problem. They will continue, sure. inshallah. Spice Mecca welcomes you to experience the cook-easy lifestyle on these chilly nights. Enjoy each iftar with mouth-watering dates, hearty soups, creamy bubu, crispy chili bites, and chock-fudge dreams. Let's open our hearts and embrace the spirit of sharing. Claim the spiritual benefits during this auspicious month and remember those less fortunate than ourselves. Celebrate the gift of Ramadan with Spice Mecca. Want to invest in your child's future? Then Junior College is the answer. With small classes, highly qualified staff, individual attention, set in a healthy teaching and learning environment where fun and safety provides parents with peace of mind. Junior College caters from preschool to grade 7 and also has an aftercare for working parents. Junior College, Boundary Road, Scarpcrawl, Ottery. An investment in our children. Call 704-2786. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. 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 The lives of the four Imams of the four Madaib with Sheikh Abdurrahman Alexander. Indeed, that's with the respected Sheikh Abdurrahman Alexander, and we're talking about the lives of the four Imams of the four Madaib. Yes, Haji Yusuf Shakran. Um, if you look at our discussions for the past weeks, and no. first and foremost, I I need to thank Sheikh Kashif Daman for standing in for me last week when I was not here. No. But um, we started with Yusuf with Imam Malik, mm. right? Now. Imam Malik was, uh, uh, Imam Malik radiallahu an was the one who upheld the importance of hadith in the field of fiqh through his famous book Al Muwatta. In other words, Imam Malik used a lot of uh, importance of hadith in in order to to codify his his, his fiqh. Mm. Then. After that, it was Imam Abu Hanifa. He was the one who really codified the fiqh as a science to study. Yeah. And he also established how it is to be studied according to the various sciences and according to the various um, subjects. And then Imam Shafi, rahmatullah, yeah. came, 
completely revolutionized the study of fiqh by establishing what we called usulul fiqh, which means the feel, the feels and the origin of fiqh, the principal origins of mm. fiqh. And then Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal, he stands out amongst his four, and his contribution, in fact, went beyond fiqh. Uh, though he was one of the greatest fuqaha or jurists mm. and also one of the greatest muhaddithin, which means scholars of hadith in his life. But you will find that perhaps his greatest legacy was his courage to stand for the belief system of Islam. This in the face of persecution and this in the face of imprisonment. No, no, because no. you need to understand, Naji Yusuf, what happened in that time, there was this group uh, who is known as the Mu'tazilas. They believe in a reason as to be the strong point, even more than revelation itself. Mm. And one of the strong points that they advocated was the fact that the Quran was created. Now we believe that the Quran is uncreated. No. I'm not speaking about the book. No, no, no. The book is created. The writing that you see there is ink. It's created. The message. The message. Right. The core message right. is the uncreated word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because it is part of Allah. Mm. It is part of his foreknowledge. Part of his eternal wisdom. Mm. Right? Mm. And um, therefore we believe that the Quran is not created in mm. that sense. They used to advocate the fact that the Quran is created and they want to force people to believe this. However, it was Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal who stood strong and defied the Khalifa of that time, one of the Abbasid Khalifas by the name of Khalif Ma'moon. He defied him and Ma'moon put Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal in prison, not only imprisoned him, ordered his soldiers to torture him Allah. and they tortured him severely he had several torturers that used to hit him and flog him with a whip twice a day sometimes mm. and yet in the face of all this persecution and torture Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal stood strong and he won the respect of thousands of people who came to know it and it was only because people started to sort of toy toy that time right, and right. they started to they make their voices heard, right. heard right. Uh, that the Khalifa afterwards, the one after him passed away and the one after him, it was uh, one of the Khalifas by the name of Mutawakil who ended this, what they call Minha, right? Minha mean that they, they um, sort of put you in prison if you don't want to follow the state religion. Okay. Although some scholars at that time, they gave in, but Ibn Ahmad Ibn Hanbal stood strong and he served as an internal lesson for us hmm. that we need never, ever to sort of compromise right. our belief and our principles. In other words, we don't apologize, nor do we compromise. Aywa, aywa. Now, Sandy, just before we go for the break again, how long was the respected Imam imprisoned for? Well, most of his uh, senior life because he was about at the age of 10 hmm. when he memorized the Quran and then he went to start studying as a youngster hmm. and later in his life when he became famous, he became a great teacher of thousands of people who used to come from all over then they started to imprison him. Okay, okay. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, of course, we are still continuing with the, the lives of the four imams of the four Madai.
but no clue what we're thinking about and what we do. Mm. Because this wasn't the view of Imam Shafi, no Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal, no Imam Malik, no Imam Abu Hanifa. Yeah. They never looked at themselves superior than the others. Than the others. They had humility and humbleness. Mm. And if we follow them, follow them in humbleness mm. and humility. You also said something on the previous program where you said it's very important that when we say we follow them, we should follow their lifestyle. Most certainly. Right. Most certainly. Because if you look at our great Imam Shafi, rahmatullahi, mm. even though he was the teacher of Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal, when he left Baghdad, you mm. know, Imam Shafi in his later years, he went to Egypt mm. and he was invited to come live in Egypt by the great lady Wali of Allah, Sayyidatina Nafisa. And I mean, you know, we've Allah. been in Egypt and together we visited the shrine, the, the karamat, the, no. the, the darga of Imam Shafi rahmatullah right. Now, when Imam Shafi rahmatullah left Baghdad, Imam Shafi made a profound statement hmm. about Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal. And he said, I am leaving Baghdad when there is none more pious, no a greater faqih or jurist, scholar, than the great Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal. This is the teacher now speaking about his, his student, student. That he leaving, he's leaving Baghdad at a time when there's none more pious hmm. and none more learned than Sayyidina Ahmad ibn Hanbal. In other words, I'm leaving Baghdad in the hands of, Imam of my Ahmad. student. Yeah, Allah. Allahu Akbar. Now, this is humility from a teacher. Hmm. You know, sometimes we take a, a post or a break. Yes. I was the teacher of this one. I taught him. And this one was my student. Mm, mm, mm. I hear this on the radio sometimes. You know? <laughs> um, this alim say, that was my student and that was my student. Why you want to take a break? Why right. you want to post? This isn't the quality of an alim. Imam Shafi, rahmatullahi, here shows us humility. Mm, mm, mm. Another great a scholar who Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal radiallahu an also learned by was Imam Haytham ibn Bishr. He was one of the greatest muhaddithin of Baghdad at that time. Now these and many more that I can't even mention to Yusuf mm -hmm. were part and parcel of the teachers who molded and who molded Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal through whom he became the great man that he became, Allah, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. And so, uh, Ahmad ibn Hanbal, Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal, you know, he was so thirsty for acquiring knowledge that he would wait at the front door of his teachers. He won't go knock. Mm. He'll wait patiently at the front doors early morning after Fajr already, waiting for his teachers to come out that he can just learn from them. This is the pursuit of knowledge that we must all undertake in Hungry for knowledge. Hungry for knowledge, right. but then at the same time, look for the proper teachers. Of course. Uh, Ajinisab, if you don't mind, I will end off with the last um, uh, anecdote about Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal because Inshallah. I don't have much time tonight. Uh, you know, one day, uh, the daughter of Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal, she always used to hear the greatness about Imam Shafi. Hmm. And her father used to speak fondly of his teacher, Imam Shafi. So she said to her father, Oh, my father, why don't you invite your teacher? I would like to meet him and see hmm. what kind of person he is. So he invited Imam Shafi, rahmatullahi, hmm. and he came and he had dinner with him. And all the while, this daughter is looking from a distance at mm. Imam Shafi to study him. What is this? Why is my father going on about so this So impressed man? with him. Yeah. Mm. 
But from where she's seeing, from where she's watching, Imam Shafi is enjoying eating and he's eating and he's eating and he's enjoying himself. And after he was finished eating, we went to go lay down. Mm. And she later asked her father, You speak so much about this great man, oh my father, but he eat like he's never eaten before. And after they go to sleep, while you stand whole night in tahajjud and mm. qiyamul layl, you pray to Allah. And Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal asked Imam Shafi about it. And Imam Shafi's reply was that, Oh, Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal, for two, three days I haven't eaten. And I was so hungry. You invited me. Mm. And eating at your home, I could feel the halal source oh. of this food. And I was enjoying this as a ni'mah of Allah. Oh. And then afterwards, I lay down and I was thinking about a thousand questions that people asked me. And I figured out the answer of every question. Oh. So Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal turned to his daughter and he said, Can you see? Imam Shafi? While your father is standing in prayer all night, worried about his worried about his own piety, right. Imam Shafi is laying down and solving the problems of the Ummah. <laughs> you see, love between a teacher and, and a Ustad, right. but also love between the founders of two mothers. That's why we must not become dogmatic. Mm. We must not become rigid. We must not become extremists. Respect each other's mothers because all the four madahib are correct within the, within the fold of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah. On that beautiful note, and sad to say, we've come to the end of our series, yes. our Ramadan series it was, and I must say shukran very much. When I approached you and you said, uh, can't we do something like that? You were very eager to actually do it, and I'm grateful. No, alhamdulillah, really. alhamdulillah. Really. And I, I really wish our people should travel with Yusuf. Oh, yeah. You know why? I mean, I, I just came back from Morocco. Yes, yes. And we started this discussion on the former dives with Imam Malik. Right. And there, Morocco, the land of the Malik, is, <laughs> it was so nice to see the slight differences in the in the way they pray. Right. And when they finish the salah, the Imam just say, Assalamu alaikum. Finish. Klar. Now, if you sit, Oh God, man, I got to know the tweet is alarming. As though we're shining. Alhamdulillah. So, uh, Sheikh, talking about travel, we are going to start our series. Yes. As from next week, starting at 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 on Wednesday yes. evening, where we're going to interact with Hujraj. Yes. And of course, the whole idea is then also to share information yes. and also if there are any questions. questions yes, we can interact with Interact them. with Hujraj, yes. inshallah. I'm looking but, forward to it. Likewise for me, but for now, I need to greet you and I also need to say that you and your family must have a glorious Eid, inshallah. Inshallah, and I wish the very same to you, Aji Yusuf, inshallah. and to all the respected listeners of the Voice of the Cape. Inshallah. Allah give you khair and barakah for the remainder of Ramadan. Amen. Allah calls us to see many more Ramadans inshallah. to come, Amen. and Allah give us all a great, happy, joyous Eid Mubarak, inshallah. inshallah. Our program at Masjid Al-Quds will start from 7 o'clock onwards already with the takbir, inshallah. and then we'll have our lecture, our salah, and our khutbas, and hopefully we'll be finished by 20 past eight, half past eight. Inshallah. I mean, and Sheikh just reminded me that uh, those people or committee members or imams of the various mosques, yes. you can send me your times. Yes. The number 47913. Send me your time so we can tell people that mosque will start that time, etc., yes. etc. Et Otherwise, inshallah. everyone is going to come to Masjid Al-Qur. <laughs> <laughs> 
All the very best inshallah Shukran. looking forward to see you next week Shukran when we start with sir. our new series inshallah uh, talking about the greatest journey Allah of them all Allah amen assalamu alaikum wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh